going to read scripture from First John, first chapter, verse seven. First John, first chapter, verse seven. Yes, but if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. I don't know how you think, but I, I, I think you probably think of what, the way I think a little bit. Fellowship, really important. It's good that we have it. And I think sometimes this is a whole whole lot of a part of this meeting that we come when we come to church is to have fellowship with one another and with the Lord. We we have that spirit about us that we like to get together and we enjoy one another because we all have something in common with one another. The Lord. Now we may not have other things that's common with one another, but we do have this one thing that we love God and we appreciate what he does for us. But to walk in the light as he is in the light, really important that we be like the Lord and then we have that fellowship one with another and his blood. The blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. And when we have our sins forgiven, we do have something very special in life. The Lord's forgiven us, writes our name in the book of life. And we really have something that's worth coming for on Tuesday night, on Friday night, on Sunday. Sometimes I, I don't, I don't want to think that we have church too much because the day that we live in, I think we even need it more than what we have it. I don't think any of us will say when we get to heaven, I wish we hadn't gone so much, right? I wish we'd have gone more because we need this. John, here, if you, we look, I just want to look at this chapter a little bit because it's so, John was trying to get something across that he says that, that the first verse is that which was from the beginning, which we have heard and we have seen with our eyes which we have looked upon and our hands have handled of the word of life. We, we talk to the Lord. We pray. But John and the apostles, they talked face to face with the Lord. And in the first three verses of this chapter, he he says more than once. He said, we seen, we seen him with our eyes. They touched him. He touched them. But he said, 
that which we have seen in verse 3, which we have seen and heard declare we unto you. This, he's, he's not saying something just made up. He's saying what he heard the Lord say. It wasn't anybody else. This is what the Lord said. And so the, he's trying to get across. We were there. We saw these things happen. And, and you know, for us uh, that's been in the gospel for many years, we've seen some pretty marvelous things happen, too, in the church, in church meetings. People that would come, come and be saved, would be sanctified, filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We, we've seen some marvelous things, answers to prayer. And so... I even think back on, as my wife was mentioning, uh, 21st of April, we've been saved. I didn't count up the years. It's been a long time, really a long time, since 1974. And we have, we've seen some, that was a marvelous day that we got saved. I didn't, I didn't feel that it was so marvelous when I got there in that church meeting. I would have just liked to have got up and walked out. But there was something that had a hold of me, and I, I think it was the Lord that was holding me there until that meeting. I heard some things in that meeting about the Lord's coming that I'd never really heard before. And it, it was brought to reality in my life that I needed a change in my life. I was going to miss heaven if I didn't have a change of some kind. And so we stayed and we got up at the end of that meeting, when it was over, made our way to the altar, and we prayed until the Lord came in and made a change. And I can say from that day forward, I've been different. I've been really different. It's true, I never smoked. I never said a bad word in my life there's a lot of things that I've never done but I had sin in my heart and I needed something done about it and the Lord was the only one that could make the difference and he did and I've been amazed I really had uh, before I got saved I thought oh you go to church go to church every Sunday what kind of fun is that that's kind of what the devil would say your fun's going to be over after you get saved. Fun's just beginning when you get saved. It really is. We have something to look forward to uh, every every day, every weekend, uh, through, through, through the week. We have something to look forward to that God has done something for us. And you know, I remember Brother John Burroughs preaching a message here at special meetings, and he said it's not, it's not, the messenger that we're really interested in, but it's a message that we want to hear. That what God can do for us, if we'll just be true to him, and it says, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, God will bless us beyond measure. He will. And what will that be? Well, God surprises us lots of times. He answers prayer for us, and sometimes he gives us things that we really don't even ask for. He just gives it to us. So we, we cannot 
outgive God, but we want to keep on following him every step of the way and walk in the light as he is in the light to be all that God would have us to be. The song Sunday night that Jeremy sang, whatever, whatever it takes. Many years ago, I sang that song and it was, oh, I loved the words of it. Whatever it takes, that's what I'll be willing to do. And I, I still feel that way. But sometimes, what all does that involve? Well, we don't know. But we still want to be willing to do whatever it takes to make heaven our home. Whatever God would ask us to do, wherever God would have us to go. I tell a little story here. I went in the army in 1967, spent three years after the, I was just about done with three years. I thought, I want to get out of this. I'm tired of moving around all the time. I've had enough of this. And of course, I wasn't saved. And so I worked for a while doing this and doing that. And eventually we went to the Apostolic Faith Church and, and were saved. And we wanted to follow, follow the Lord. God help me to be what you'd have me to be. Anybody here prayed that? You don't have to lift your hand up, but I wonder. God help me to be what you'd have me to be. I'll just do, I'll do whatever you want me to do. And so after about 18, 19, 20 years, I was asked to be a pastor. And of course you, you can imagine where that goes from there. We, we pastored six different churches. And I wanted to get out of the military so I wouldn't have to move around. I didn't know I was just getting ready to move for the rest of my life in different places. God help me to be what you'd have me to be. And would I do anything different? No. I'd like for it to be the same way. Because God has blessed us over and over more than we deserve. But God has been so good. And, and, and part of this is walking in the light, being what God would have us to be, doing all that he would have us to do, and having this fellowship one with another that is with the Lord. You know, John, John the Apostle, as they, as they looked at the Lord, they realized that this, this is the one that is the author of eternal life. We found him. We found the one that makes all the difference in life. And he wanted, he wanted us to know this is what life is all about. It really is. There's lots of things that we can do out there, but there's only one that's really going to mean a lot, and that is surrendering our heart to the Lord and doing what God would have us to do. You know, as I look at young people, sometimes I think, uh, just, just give it all to him. You don't have to be afraid. Just get, just give it all to him. 
because he'll bless you beyond measure and you'll wonder, oh, what could be better than this? Nothing. It's going to be worth it all to know that we've followed the Lord. And I'd like to say with no complaints because God is good. It doesn't matter what comes our way. God is in it and he's working things, all things for our good. He really is. No matter what comes our way, he's working all things good for our good. He does all things well. He really does. He's got everything under control, no matter what comes our way. Sometimes we think we're a little surprised at what's happening, but God's never surprised at what's happening. He sees a long way down the road, a lot further than we can see. And some things we don't need to know until it happens. We've had a few things happen in our lives. I'm glad I didn't know that it was going to happen. I would have turned around and and ran the other way. But God's grace is sufficient for each one of us. It really is. It's it's more more than we need. And it says that his strength is made perfect in weakness. That just doesn't sound right, does it? But we come and we cast our our care upon the Lord and God works in our behalf and he helps us and he helps us to be stronger than we were before. God is marvelous. And this is what John is trying to say here, that it's a wonderful thing what the Lord does for us. He's, he's the one that works it all out and we talk to him face to face. Well, we... I haven't seen the Lord face to face, but I talked to him. I, I, let, I let my petition be, be known unto him. And I, I can say that God doesn't give me everything that I want, but he gives me more than I actually need. So we, we know that the Lord cares for us. He loves us beyond measure. So to give ourselves to him, we, we want to we continue to follow him and be all that he would have us to be. You know, this, this really is a real thing. I was thinking about, you know, you saw me up here with the wrong songbook, and you probably smirked a little bit. That's okay. You know, you, sometimes you need a smile. You need a laugh when you come to church. There's a scripture in Amos, the third chapter, Third verse, it says, Can two walk together if if they're if they if two will if you have to walk together, you have to be agreed. So I thought I really thought about, you know, what if the director of the music got up here and said, I'm just gonna do my own thing, you do whatever you want to. We'll see how that works out. It doesn't really work. And everybody's confused about, what are we doing? Well, it's, it's the same thing with the Lord. You know, if to make heaven our home, we have to know that we're in total agreement with God. We have to know that. 
We have to know that we're doing what he wants us to do. We, we can't just go out and do our own thing. Uh, sometimes I think about churches, people build churches and they have a little disruption at their church and they say, I'll just go out and build my own church. You know, that's about all you've got is your own church. It needs to be according to God. God, God makes all the difference in a church. And I'm glad that we have a few, a few rules, a few things that this is the way it is. We're, we're saved people, sanctified. We want, we want to be holy as the Lord is holy. I had a lady come when I was a pastor of one of the churches. She said, you know, if you just let the standard down a little bit, you could have a lot more, a whole lot more people here. I said, yeah, but we'd have a whole lot more problems too. You know what? I like the apostolic faith church. I like what we got here. It hasn't changed over the years. Amen. We believe in real salvation that takes the sin out of people's heart and gives them something worth living for. And it puts a smile on your face that you have something that's really good. And I've said many times, if people walking down this street knew what was really here in this church, we couldn't keep them out. They'd say, let me have more. Is it that what we say tonight as we come here and gather together? Is it God give us more? You know, we have altars here that we come and pray. A person going through life not saved and wonder what else, what, what is there? There's got to be something more to life than what I'm, what I have. And there is. God makes a difference when we come and we surrender our lives to him. There's been many people that have come to these altars, have prayed here. God has taken the sin out and put the love of God down in, and they're forgiven. They have a wonderful life. God straightens everything out. And we can say, I wonder, why did I wait so long? But I'm glad I did. I'm glad, I, I'm glad that I prayed and God made a change in my life. And God can do the very same thing here tonight. If anyone's here tonight, doesn't know the Lord, all you have to do is come or pray where you're at. God will make a change in your, in your heart. Surrender your all in all to him. And you can have victory over sin and have a wonderful life. And look, oh, why didn't I do this earlier? We're going to have a song of invitation, page 16. And we're going to have a prayer at the end of this when we get down here. But would you pray tonight? You know, there's people that are sick and afflicted. There's people that have some real needs out there. God could come down and intervene, and he does. and makes a difference in their lives. So let us stand and sing Psalm 16, and the altar prayer is open. <laughs>